Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. <laughs> oh my god. Hello everybody. Uh, I'm just laughing because Justin's over here coiffing his hair in his iPhone. Well, yeah. we're on, I was going to say TV, but we're not. We're on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, we love that you guys go on YouTube and comment on this little show that we do here talking about Survivor and giving us some love. We love all that stuff. Yes, Jerry, you're back. I'm back. So excited. I'm back. You were going to make me sit on the couch tonight, but uh, we, we're I, glad you made, you made it off Redemption <laughs> Island, and I voted Ryan off. So Ryan's not here tonight. Well, let me just tell you, Redemption Island for me was Napa Valley. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, I will go there any day. And you were there for work, right? Yes. Good time. Yes. Yeah, I had a great time. Awesome. Well, we we missed you here, and all the fans online were going crazy. Where is Jerry? We need Jerry. We miss her so. <laughs> Jerry Aww. is back. Yay, I'm back. Oh, I feel the love. Yeah, so it's good to have you back. And we don't really miss Ryan that much. No, no sorry. He's gone tonight. Again. So the, yeah, again. But we'll, we'll, he'll be back next week because next week is our, we'll be our Halloween, Halloween episode. episode. We're debating, we're debating whether or not we're going to dress up as survivors. I'm going to make Jerry dress up as if she were on Survivor because we've never seen that before. And I do that every week. It comes <laughs> as me, right? Yeah, buff, hat, and tube top, Jerry. No, I was no. My days of wearing a buff as a tube top, well, at least right now at this given moment, not going to happen. <laughs> well, we will see. So, if you want to see Jerry in a tube top, let us know. And I'm debating if I'm going to be Jeff Probst or a Survivor contestant, or uh, maybe or switch both. it up. Switch it up. We'll do switch both. it up halfway. Done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun to figure out what I'm we're going to do next week. Yes. Besides, eat candy. Done. Done. <laughs> Tonight we, we both had a bag of popcorn while we were watching the show. And man, what a great episode. Good episode. Really? You know, not a single episode has let us down so far. I agree. It's been a great season. Awesome season. Yeah, and I think um, the the uh, title of this show was One Man Wrecking Ball, but mm-hmm. I think it should have been... <laughs> what? The last quote of the night. Nobody wants to date someone who doesn't make the merge. <laughs> Compliments of Cat. And I agree. It's a great quote, Cat. <laughs> I just about peed my pants laughing when she said that. That's, I think, so one funny. of the best quotes. We're getting a lot of good quotes this season, and that definitely is one of the best quotes I've ever heard. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's so afraid Hayden's not going to like her anymore. <laughs> she said, I think I lost a couple of cool points. She's at negative two, I think she said. <laughs> we agree, Cat. Sorry that you're on uh, Redemption island yeah but what an amazing quote so you you went out and uh you went left out. us with a good one yeah we'll see what happens now <laughs> yeah 
Wow. Okay, well, let's dig right into the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, let's see. I took so many notes tonight. I was trying to keep <laughs> and up. And I have no notes in front of me, so I'm going off you, Jerry, my memory. Oh, great. Um, so Aris, right off the mm-hmm. top, is talking about being the leader. And, you know, everybody's calling him the king on the throne. Yeah. And he's trying to figure out how to walk lightly and how he's going to, you know, continue in the game in that position without putting his neck out too much. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because a, a lot of the episode when they set someone up or when you're watching as a viewer and you see all this focus and attention on someone like that, you think that they're likely going to be going. Yeah. And you were, you were kind of like, ours is gone, ours is gone. Yeah. And they're definitely setting up that storyline and we even see it in the preview for next week that it's all about dethroning King Aris, dethroning King Aris. And I don't think it's going to go that easy. I don't think he's going to go that easy no. either. I mean, I don't know Tyson tonight kind of stuck his neck out, I think, a little The whole much. episode was Tyson planting the seeds to eventually get Aris out of the game. Yeah. Which was interesting and it fascinating. Was. Yeah. I think that what was interesting is we did see that scene with Tyson talking to Jervis, and it seems, you know, the Coconut Bandits Alliance, <laughs> which... <laughs> hashtag hashtag and we see. I think that hashtag is going to be on the show, like, a lot this season. Jervis, outside of the game... I remember us talking about way back when we started. Is he's good? Was did he go into this game as a good friend of ours? That's what I, I think. I remember hearing that or reading that or something. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I've never heard a single okay. bad thing about Aris. Like nobody talks bad about him outside mm-hmm. the game. He's well liked. Yeah, he's a really sweet person. He's very likable. So mm-hmm. it's not surprising that people would be going into the game thinking that they're friends with them. And even when Colton was here, he said that Aris basically had an alliance with everybody going into the game even before he got on the show. Aris was calling him and and kind of playing the game even before the show even began. And Mm -hmm. Aris is so likable that clearly people want to work with Aris. But with Aris having this kind of throne, do you think Tyson did a good job of like planting the seeds Along the way this episode? Yeah. Um, I know that we commented that Jervis and Tyson make a really good alliance, mm-hmm. you know, mainly because they don't have loved ones yep. anymore. Um, and it just, it, that kind of makes sense. Uh, I think Tyson, uh, I don't know, there was a couple times in this episode, I think he came off a little strong. Mm-hmm. It was a little too obvious, you know. We can talk about it a little bit where, yeah. where everything gets mixed up. And, you know, Tyson's like trying to make Aris look bad because I think. Everybody knows, you know, what your motives are. You're trying to take the attention off yourself and put it on someone else. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think Aris is going to be gone that that quickly. No. Now, Vetus, on the other hand, I thought for sure he was going tonight. But I'm trying to keep this in order. (laughs) I took like three pages of notes. It's insane. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Redemption Island first because Laura M., goes to Redemption Island. Now, I heard last last week, mm-hmm. I was not here, mm-hmm. I heard that there was a lot of outright hate by Russell towards Laura mm-hmm. M., which, let me just tell you people out there, uh, Russell likes to find a different person, sometimes on a weekly basis, to pick on. And I am not uh, someone who's been outside of that lucky spot yeah. occasionally myself. Um, personally, I don't take any interest in what people have to say if it's strictly bashing them. Mm -hmm. And that's when he called in. I tried to direct 
the conversation away from that. It didn't make sense. It didn't apply to the game. It didn't apply to the episode. It just it wasn't needed and necessary. It's just hate for the sake of hating. For attention. And for attention. Because mm-hmm. Laura M. really has played a great game. She's been great at puzzles. Mm-hmm. She's been an awesome mother to her daughter. Um, who cares if she's giving Aris a back rub? Uh, you know what? Everybody out there does that because we're all in pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was... Really excited to see Laura M. at Redemption Island and so confident. And when she – that's what we made a comment last week. When she got voted off, I loved just the confidence she left with. She she left just be basically – excuse me, burping because <laughs> of the McDonald's. popcorn. <laughs> I had a huge McDonald's meal and I'm drinking pop. Um, <laughs> we have a bad diet here. Bad diet here on buzz. Wednesday nights. It's either Domino's Pizzas or McDonald's. <laughs> But uh, she left the game last week with so much confidence, and I loved seeing that out of her when she basically went to Redemption Island and be like, I'm, I own this. I got this. No problem. And then when we saw before they even walked in the challenge that it was a balance beam puzzle challenge, it was like a no-brainer yeah. that Laura was going to dominate that. Because typically, I don't want to be stereotypical, but typically women, and you've even said that, women are better at balance beam challenges for one. Yes. And she just in general is a dominant force when it comes to puzzles. Yeah. I so mean, it was like a no-brainer she's going to get this. Yeah. I mean, we were both just like, ah, oh, Laura is going to win this one. And, and-, and most all the challenges on Redemption have ended in a puzzle. So it's it's almost going to be a Laura Redemption Island maybe now because it's a lot to do with puzzles on Redemption Island this season. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean. But the, the puzzle itself, so they had to walk across a balance beam, grab a bag, empty a bag, and they had first 10 puzzle pieces, then 20, then 30, then 40. And what the, all they had to do was, <laughs> was count put, to 100. Count to 100, put them in order, <laughs> 1 through 100. Which nowadays, you know, I heard that you were helping your the kids uh, <laughs> with their homework before. Well, That's a little harder nowadays, right? I Well, I mean, first of all, we were both like Brad screwed because he already proved he couldn't do math. It yeah. was like 3 plus 5. So we were wondering, can Brad count to 100 because he couldn't count to 5? Right. So tonight before I came in, I was helping my little stepdaughter with her homework. And I'm not kidding you. It was about counting to 100. It was meant for Survivor <laughs> tonight. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, my little stepdaughter could do that. <laughs> or, <yeah. laughs> or she would struggle with it and she'd probably win. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it We thought it was going to be more of a puzzle. Then when Jeff's like, you have to put it in the order of 100. Count to 100. It's not really a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more about speed and balance. And it was – it. It was all about speed because even in the challenge, Brad had the lead over John at a, at the at towards the end. But John was just faster on putting the tiles in numerical order. Yeah, he John fell off at one point. That looked Brad, really painful. That looked painful. Brad was in it the whole time. He never fell off. He was at a good pace on getting the bags, but he was slow at putting the puzzle pieces on. When he left, though. He gave a really touching kind of – you were tearing up. I did. I totally choked up because uh, Monica started getting all teary-eyed. And and then she walks down in slow motion to give him a <laughs> hug. And then they're like, I love you. And, you know, he, he gave that whole thing about uh, a good football. Whether foot – or Jeff brought it up. Yeah. He said, is football easier than Survivor or vice versa? And mm-hmm. he's like, well, I definitely feel like I had an advantage in yeah. football. But then he said – that he uh, came there to be a shield for Monica, and he ended up being an anchor. Yeah, and I was like, and now the anchor is oh. gone. You can sail away. Oh yeah, it was so cheesy, <laughs> but it was sweet, but very cheesy. It was cheesy, but it was 
It was endearing. Very smart. Like, it was endearing. It was, yeah, he popped that right out of his. Head. I think he'd been working on that one for a while. <laughs> you <think laughs> I don't so. know. <laughs> but even in all their pregame interviews, uh, the two of them, you can tell they're just so much in love. And he really did go out there and he would have done anything for Monica, which is awesome. And, yeah. and I think that. That analogy is true. He did go out there wanting to protect her, but he was more of a dead weight to her. And when he left right away, you know, I said to you, and you, you even said the same thing. This is better for Monica's game. Way better. Having Brad out of the game now for Monica is 10 million times better for Monica. Or maybe a million. A a million. (laughs) (laughs) We're not on the like golden reunion of the best of the best survivor for the $10 million prize. Oh my God. You know what? CBS, if you guys ever made the prize $10 million, (laughs) I can tell you it'd be the best season ever. People might actually die. <laughs> there would, yeah, you'd have to, you know, make us sign a new release. Yeah, form there would be a higher, bigger release form. No weapons. No weapons. <laughs> Unless you can make one yourself. Oh. <laughs> but for Monica's game. It'd be the Hunger Games. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Capture on the CW was a good spin off the Hunger Games. Let's get a real Hunger Games out there. Oh my gosh. Which I'm going to be a tribute for Halloween, by the way, a Hunger Games tribute. Are you really? Yeah, there's the symbol. Okay, <laughs> back. Monica, I think, is in such a better position now, not having Brad to deal with. And I agree. And it's even going back to like what Laura B said, Rupert's wife. She had a secret scene in a confessional where once Rupert was gone, there is this sense that a weight is lifted off your shoulder, especially for these husband-wife duos. And I think... There's a lot of worrying going on, I think, between couples mm-hmm. more so than anybody else. Yeah, and it's, I was almost going to say, I think in a husband-wife duo, it's going to always kind of default. To, it's most of the time going to default to the man who's going to fall on the sword. <laughs> but then I'm thinking about John and Candace. <laughs> and Candace was the one who, you know, clearly, you know, yeah. she, she didn't let that happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happens? Um, Laura gets to pick who to give the immunity idol clue to. Didn't like this move. I know. She picks Vetus. And you and I are both go, oh, this would be a good time to keep that. This would be a good time to keep it. You know, I think that it's a great idea to keep it if you get yeah. all the people involved that are with you. Yeah. And then he burns it. <laughs> We're both looking at each other I, like, at some point, burning it doesn't make sense. I don't think this was a smart move. No. I think both on Laura and Vetus's role, I think one Laura should have given to Sierra. And I think Sierra is smart enough to not pull a John, what John did, and just keep the clue to herself and not share it with anyone. I think that Laura should have given it to Sierra, and she then could have looked for it and shared it with her alliance, and that's a big asset. You're worried, Sierra? Don't even care. Hold that. You know, say, oh, who wants to hold on to it? Oh, Katie, you want it? Oh, Hayden, you want to hold on to it? Great. Keep it for our alliance. Done. Whatever. Um, that would, Ooh, probably, that, that, would, that would be interesting. Who knows? Or who do you want to make a target? Give Thanks, it to them. Thanks, Mom, but can someone else hold it for me? Yeah. <laughs> play play with it a little bit or at least share. I don't know. But then Vetus to immediately throw it, and that's like the new trend this season. Throw the – we don't need hidden immunity idols. Boring. Yeah. Boring. Well, I'm just surprised that still no one's looking for it. Like I want to ask people care. when they get voted off, when I eventually get to talk to them, I want to ask them if maybe they're not showing – you know, people looking for it because it seems so strange to mm-hmm. me as the immunity idol over the years has become so important mm-hmm. that no one's even trying to get it. I think there's a lot of classical survi- or classic survivor strategies going on this season with I love that. let's play more of a <laughs> traditional kind of survivor strategy game compared to having the idols be a huge part of the game. 
Yeah, I is, like it better that way. Yeah. I think Community Idol should go away for a while. All, well, they did together. this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your wish, Jerry. I did. I'm so excited about it. It's not even Christmas yet. I mean, it, it was. it's ironic that the... <laughs> The idol clue went to Vetus because in this episode, when we talk about it, he is the one that could have benefited the most from having the idol clue. Yeah, but he didn't need it. He didn't need it. Yeah, yeah and then that's the thing. Okay, you know, I last week when I watched the episode, you thought it was going to be a merge. I thought for sure it was going to be a merge because I, I was like Hayden and uh, Caleb. I think, or I felt like there was a lead in to Hayden being somewhat in danger for some reason mm. after last week. And I thought to myself, oh, they're going to merge. And then go after the big guys. Yeah. But I was wrong. It yeah. was just a mix-up. Yes. Which I like that. I like that it was mixed up. I yeah. like that. And what was interesting was right away when Jeff told them to drop their buffs, he walked out with a tray that had kind of tubes with buffs in them. And immediately our eyes were all over that tray. Were they separated? Were they... In the same tray, because remember that one season where there were the two bowls. And we were so upset and about we were that. So, you know, we were really looking at which bowl was going to what tribe and what, you know, and there was kind of, it seemed a little shady in terms of the mix up and how it all went down. Yeah. And tonight it looked like it was completely, here's a tray, pick a tube. That's your new buff. That's your yeah. new tribe, which is what I like. I did, too. I did, too, because, I mean, I, I had my eyes on that like a hawk. Yeah, you were right away. Rewind <laughs> that. Pause it, pause it. <laughs> One trade, two. Is he giving it to him? What's going on? And I was like, why didn't Tyson take his? He waited. Yeah. It was his choice. That's interesting, too. Mm-hmm. And what I think was fascinating about going into this swap is even last week, I just couldn't fathom it, was that... Even though the returning tribe has won so many challenges up to this point, the numbers of returnees and the numbers of loved ones are six and six. They're even. So we had six loved ones left in the game and six returnees left in the game. So it really is still kind of between loved one and returnees and even split when the loved ones have been losing the entire time because of the, how Redemption Island has played out in the switching. I need to go through it again and see how many pairs are left. How much blood is so left? So if we have Vetus... <laughs> We have Vetus and Aris. We have Kat and Hayden. We have Tina and Katie. And I think that's it. That's, that's loud. it. Yeah, that's it. I think th- that's that's all we have uh, left. So there's three pair three pairs left because Monica doesn't have one. Caleb doesn't have one. Sierra doesn't have one. Um, I'm drawing a little blank. I think that's yeah. it. Three. Okay. Yeah. Jervis doesn't have one. Tyson doesn't have one. So there's only three pairs left. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> so confusing. Three sometimes. pairs left. It's only that's it. Three pairs left in the game okay. that are still in the game, and then you still have the the three now, or on the the Redemption Island. And if I'm wrong about the three, someone's going to write it on YouTube. Yeah. So thank you. Figure it out for us. <laughs> it's mad. No, it's got to be three. It's three. I'm, I'm visualizing who's left in the game. It's three. I'm bad at math. So I understand you, Brad. <laughs> so you should be helping your stepdaughter with her math counting well, to 100. It was just counting to 100. I can do that. I'm not so good at math. So the swap. Yeah, it was so great. Um, I wrote down some notes here about, uh, well, Vitas being the only dude mm-hmm. with all those chicks. And we thought for sure that he was going to be ousted if yeah. they lost. And then on the other side, poor Sierra is now the only girl. Mm-hmm. But I don't see this as a bad thing for her no, at it's all. Great. I think this actually puts her in a better place great because position. she's got the past, uh, the family people, and then the new mm-hmm. or the returnees. Yeah. 
And then they all go to their camp. Yeah. And you and I so have... The, the other people, though, the other people that switched it was uh, Katie went over to her mom. So Katie and Tina are the only pair, pair t- to play the game right now on the same tribe together. Mm-hmm. And then... Basically, the three the three returning dudes, R.S. Jervis and Tyson, all went over to the other tribe. So it was a big switch up. It did switch up the tribes, where three people on each tribe were returnees, and three people on each tribe were loved ones. And R.S. was dethroned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not yet, but kind of. I I mean, I definitely sensed his his reigning days were over. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and it's alluding to that next week how R.S. is going to be in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I did not understand, which I had a really, really, really big problem with was the returnees when they get over to the camp, they just start, you know, Hayden's like, they're going through our cupboards, they're, they're eating all our food, they're, they're just like, you know, bad guests. Yeah. And Tyson could not stop bragging and, and being boisterous about, oh, I'm going to... One, I'm going to come in like a one-man wrecking ball and eat all your food. And he, he, by the way, did this before Miley Cyrus put wrecking ball on the uh, the charts. <laughs> so Tyson is before his yeah. time on the wrecking ball. Quote, oh, dear God, <laughs> wow, how did Miley Cyrus imagine come out? Tyson on a wrecking ball? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh! But Miley they Cyrus. did they did switch over with a sort of sense of like entitlement. Yeah, it was of, gross. You know, we can do we can do whatever we want. We're the returnees. We're just gonna eat all the food. But they did, you know, get the other try the, the I don't even know what to call them anymore. That they're all mixed up. <laughs> they got all the um, the ones. new people to basically show their cards, mm-hmm. which is Survivor One Hundred and One. Yes. You never ever, when you switch things up, ever share all the things that happened before you got there. Immediately, you, they did it too. You got to figure out. Where everybody else sits within their three and then, you know, talk to your three Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of figure out what you should share and what you shouldn't share. In a season like this, though, does it matter or the rules a little different? Because if you think about it, Katie switched over and probably is going to tell Tina everything. Well, she's going to tell Tina, but she may not tell every single person standing there. So she tells Tina everything. Obviously, Hayden and Sierra and Caleb aren't thinking like, oh, eventually Tina will know. No. You still want to protect and hold your cards a little close. But yeah. Caleb and Sierra and Hayden seem like just spilled all the beans. And even told them partially the, what the idle clue and was. That made me believe when they told the partial clues that Tyson might be one, the one, like one person this season to, to look, to, to go look. look for the idols, you know? Cause Tyson seemed interested in where are these clues? All right, in a, in a group setting, let's all be kumbaya and burn the clue. But I don't think he really wants that to happen. No, I don't he think. I don't think the, Tyson would burn no. it if someone gave it to him. He wants the clues, and maybe hopefully he'll go find it, and we'll get some hidden immunity out of action. Yeah, it's on the way to the water under a tree serpent. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the Tyson though, I th- he is he's almost playing a little bit. Not like God of the new, the secret God of the tribe or puppet master, but even with the, the coconuts, how he, he's, he's drinking half the coconuts before he gives it to share to everybody. I'm just, I'm never a big fan of anybody who takes more food than everyone else or like hides in the woods and eats the food and stuff like that. I, mm-hmm. it's cause I mean, everyone's so hungry. Mm-hmm. It's like such a big deal. Yeah. Especially when it's not your, 
camp and you didn't forage for that food. And So in a swap and merge situation, what is kind of that you've experienced the typical etiquette of food if you come into a new tribe or food if you come into a new – do you ask like what did you guys do here? I – you know, I, it happened to me in All Stars mm-hmm. um, and what I did was just stand back. And you just kind of go with whatever tribe's rules were set before? Yeah, yeah. You just – I mean I, I personally would never – forage through people's things because mm-hmm. there is a sense of belonging of territory that. belonging that whole thing it, it's it's a really bizarre thing when you have so little how much those little things really yeah. mean you know and so for people to just come in and you know <laughs> like bulls in a china shop and hey i'm gonna tap your coconuts and well, i'm gonna yeah you know i just I always have a real problem. Well, with and that. they did it in such a way where they knew they were being cocky about it, and, and they, then they knew, even said it. And they knew that if they just kind of almost went over the top with it, then what are those three going to say? You know, they're not going to come back and say, "Hey, stop eating our food." They literally said nothing about it besides the con- probably the confessional stuff. Yeah, Hayden. What was can you boiling. do? What can you do? I felt really bad for Hayden. Because I, I do – I totally understand his position just like really – Food and shelter. Those are the things you don't want to mess with. Never. Those are the two subjects that are always the source of the biggest arguments hmm. and the most tension in a tribe. Wow. Building the shelter yeah. is always like a huge mess. Yeah. And you know, over the years, I've just learned to back up and even <laughs> though I know – you know, I'm watching someone put something in the wrong place. I'm yeah. like, I'm just like, you know what? It's 39 days. It's 39 days. It's 39 days. It's 39 days. It's not the rest of my life. It's not the rest of my life. That's yeah. what I kept saying. Yeah. And, and Tyson, not only with the food, but one thing that he was doing, which seems so obvious, and he thought he was being so smooth, was just basically setting up RS to look like he's the leader and RS to look like he's the king. And and he, he it seemed just so obvious. It's way obvious. I mean, it, like if, beyond I were, obvious. if I were Hayden, Caleb, and Sierra, and all I heard was Tyson going, way to go, RS, nice way to chop down everyone's house. Yeah, you know, all right, RS, look at him, look at him, look what he keeps doing, good job, RS, yeah, way to go. You know, if I were those other three, I'd be like, ooh, obviously there's a crack between Tyson and Aris. Maybe we should approach Aris. Yeah. You know. In which might actually happen next week where next week we see the preview of Tyson going to them and saying we need to get Aris out. And they're all, we're on board, we're on board. So that will all be next week to see how that all plays out. I know. I can't wait because, yeah. again, the Jervis-Tyson alliance makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. they don't have loved ones. Yeah. And Aris does. Which which already thinking to next week and is Caleb and Sierra of, don't have any loved one, ones. One of the smart moves could be, okay, they want to get Aris out. Well, why don't we tell Aris this, get Aris on our side, and then when we merge, we get Vetus back with us and we have Aris and Vetus together compared to going with Jervis and Tyson, who probably won't be loyal to us in the long run, but Vetus will and and Aris, <laughs> you know. I like I like thinking about strategy. This is us over strategizing, <laughs> much like Monica was accused of by yeah. Kat tonight. Mm-hmm. So on the other side of the mix-up, we've mm-hmm. got Monica mm-hmm. strategizing and Kat suddenly deciding that it might be a good way to get rid of Monica. She's planting the seeds to get rid of Monica, who is her one world girl. They were on the same season before this. Mm-hmm. Probably have history outside of the game as friends. And it's, I think Monica probably over strategizing. I almost saw it as 
she feels free to strategize more like like she kind of has that weight of Brad being off her shoulder and now she can kind of just do her own thing and watch out for Monica instead of Monica and Brad. Yeah. But she's a gamer. She wants to strategize and she's coming from that new mentality of Survivor compared to the let's be a little, little less str- strategizing in kind of public. Yeah. And I, I think uh, unfortunately, Kat, I think – I think youth got in the way. She she shot herself one. in the foot. Yeah, she should have just rolled with what she had. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, a lot of the philosophy in Survivor is as long as it's not me. And we heard Laura B. say that. That's Sandra's famous words, as long yeah. as it's not me. And it's a consensus that we all feel. Mm-hmm. Like when you're on a tribe, you don't – I mean, it, minute by minute things change. That's yeah. how intense it is out there. As long as your name isn't the one being brought up, you're best off just keeping your mouth shut. Yeah, and it's I get it would be for me it would be like as long as it's not me. But then as if I'm at that point, then how do I get who I want out? You know, that's like the next step. It's a very delicate. Yeah, it's subject. a fine line to walk, and I think that's what Aris walks that line really well. Yeah, where it's okay. It's first off, it's not me. But then if it's not me, then how can I get who I want out gone? It is. And then you got to back off if it's not going it's your tough, way. It's tough, but you know. Cat, the one thing Cat failed to really take in from the people that she was playing the game with was, well, Tina for one. Mm-hmm. Tina is a hardcore, like, Southern girl, all about honesty. Yeah. And uh, she's a very strategic person, but her biggest um, feeling about the game is it's all about trust. Yes. And so if she, Tina's like famous for that. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that from personal experience. Yeah. Um, which is why she and I should have played the game together. Because <laughs> I never lied to anybody. <laughs> I certainly didn't lie to you, Tina. <laughs> and I think you know that now. <laughs> but it's really fun to. I just had flashbacks of season two. <laughs> oh my God. I, you know. <sighs> That's, I love that season. Okay. Let me just segue for a second. <laughs> My, uh, TV Guide Network right now is playing Heroes versus Villains. And because my name is in the description of the show, my DVR automatically records it. Oh, my gosh. So my Which, by ha- the way, I didn't know you could set your DVR to record anything that has your name in it. You can. <laughs> or any keywords or anything like that. Jerry. I know. Hey, you know, you never That's know good. what's going to yeah. pop up from my past. I want to know first. Do they do Playboy specials as well? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was never in a Playboy special. <laughs> oh, I can't even get invited to the Playboy Mansion anymore for parties. What's up with that half? You know I love you. Um, so I'm like, the other night I come home and my husband's like, there's an episode of Heroes vs. Villain. It was just on. I really, I really want to watch that. it. Do you want to watch it with me? And I was like, I don't know. Awesome. It's so hard to watch mm. because it brings so much back. And you start really seeing things clearly over over the much time that has spanned. Yeah. And uh, it was the episode where we vote off Candace and then it was double elimination episode. And then the, when we vote off, uh, oh God, why am I just forgetting your name all of a sudden? <laughs> Not Denise. What is her name? Danielle. Danielle. Yeah. Sorry, Danielle. Uh, so that was the episode where I also won my very first immunity challenge, <laughs> but I'm like watching it going, this is really hard to watch. Like my hands were getting sweaty. I felt my heart rate going up. And then I started again going through the strategy of what was happening out there and, and flashing back to what could have been done differently. What almost happened, but didn't happen. Yeah. And yeah, it's like one of those things when you do that show and it's going to happen to all of you who've played it. (laughs) It's hard to watch. 
And when you do, when you get voted off, watching yourself getting voted off is just oh, I bet it's the worst. Painful, painful. So my heart goes out to all of you guys out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <sighs> I just wanted to share that with you. <laughs> well, and it's I felt in, alone in my in, I mean, in connection with what you're saying with with Tina. Tina, she's bringing. I think Tina is setting a lot of the tone for the season in, in in terms of strategy, and she brings that classic. Let's just trust each other, work with each other, build an alliance, and go with that alliance to the end and as far as we can go. And the big the big trust breaking issue of the night was Kat going to Tina and saying, why don't we get out Monica when every all the girls were going to the five girls were it's the easiest vote off Kat. The five girls so aligned to get Vetus out. He has Aris in the game. They're a huge duo. He's the only male on your tribe. He's super likable, super smart. Get him out. Yeah. And then she wants to change it up and get Monica out. And then And it was a it was a purely personal thing. It was personal. It's very easy to get wrapped up in your personal feelings because you, everything is so on the surface out yeah. there. Um and, and I think that's what happened to Kat too. She probably was irritated mm-hmm. that Monica was talking so much. Yeah. Cuz earlier she had the mm-hmm. same issue with Colton. Yep. And Again, she was with Tina, yeah. and then she went to Colton. And it's her and- one world contestants. It's the people it's- she played the game with before. Yeah. Yeah, I, I almost feel like something similar to this happened to her in her first season. You guys out there, look it up for me. Like, I wanted, I'm trying to remember what the, the situation was when Kat got voted off last time. Uh, if it was a similar, like, deciding to go against somebody... It, it, at well, the wrong time or something. I can't remember specifically, but it was definitely it was the the girls, the one world girls in the end with um, Chelsea and Kat and um, Sabrina and Kim and Christina Cha, and it was again just Kat being I think the age is kind of a little like, playing the game a little younger than everybody and and. Where I think Kat made the biggest mistake tonight was not necessarily going to Tina. Because sometimes you do put that out there. And Tina could have said, you know, and I agree. But, you know, she's not realizing that Tina and Monica are close. Then you got to listen. you got to listen. you got to see something... Tina's reaction. And Tina was not welcoming to that. Immediately, Tina shut it down. Yeah. Immediately, Kat should have stopped. But what Kat should have done is when Monica approaches you with the exact thing that you said to Tina... You own up to it, you be humble by it, and you apologize, and you don't deny it. Mm-hmm. That's where she lost the game tonight. She, yeah. didn't, she didn't lose the game in bringing up the idea of getting Monica voted off. She lost the game for herself tonight by not being honest with Monica. I feel like if she would have said, you know what, Monica, I'm scared of you over-strategizing all the time. I did say that to Tina. I apologize. We need better communication out here. If we can <laughs> communicate better, and I trust you, you're my girl, I really made a mistake, I'm so sorry. I think Monica would have been receptive to that as Kat almost like a daughter to her, as a friend to her. But when you bold-faced lie to her, I never said that. What are you talking about? You're done. Yeah, you can't say that out there. You're done. Everything gets said. And that's the thing, like, you, you have to also be careful what you say because it will get said to someone else. It will, no matter what you say or who you say it to. It's going to get said to someone else. And it's almost when the last season was, yeah, last season with Dawn and how everybody was going to Dawn, you know, on her tribe and giving the information. Everybody's going to Tina. Everybody's going to Tina. 
Kat and Colton, they had the blow up with Tina. Kat again goes to Tina. She's making the same mistakes by going to Tina and giving her information to Tina. And when it goes to Tina, it always comes back to the truth. And then Kat never owns up to the truth. So it's <laughs> making the same mistakes over and over. And I think she blew it with lying to Monica. Yeah. That's where I think she blew it. Yeah. Man. Tina, you know, even though Tina had the the kind of the focus of the strategy, they had to strategize because they lost immunity, which immunity tonight. Oh my gosh. One of the craziest things after 27 seasons. After 27 seasons, I was baffled and shocked that this went down. Okay. First, let me just clear up that. (laughs) When there is a challenge, we all stand there with Jeff Probst. He explains the challenge. Like thoroughly, overly, you ask questions? More than once. Okay. And then he he comes to each tribe one by one. Really? And he says, does anyone have any questions okay. or concerns or is anything not clear? Wow. And you have the opportunity to tell Jeff, no, I'm not really sure about how you do this. Like, uh, you know, what is the next? And he'll explain. Okay. And he literally... They make sure every single person <laughs> knows exactly what is going to happen in the challenge before he says go. So we see maybe a, a, like less than a minute of an explanation for a challenge. Oh, you don't how, see any of it. How long would you sometimes would it be the like the the shortest the longest? It depends on how complicated the challenge is. For ch- tonight's challenge, how long do you would you have guessed a range that they, they would have taken to explain it? It seems to me like it would have been pretty easy. You're going to swim <laughs> out to a box. You're going to untie a bunch of knots, and you're going to get a big fishing. Uh, trap. Yeah. And then you bring it back. Yeah. And then you, you bring it back, you put it on the beach, and once you set it on the beach, the next group of two goes out, undoes the knots, takes out the gate, removes this fishing trap. <laughs> the what? The fishing trap. The fishing trap. And I, I was just like, God, it was so hard to watch. Tina and Laura, because I was rooting for them. I, yeah. I really want the girls to kick some butt because there's just too many big guys on this season. And they're all in the same tribe now. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know why. I guess maybe because I'm a girl. Usually when it's girls versus guys, I, I tend to, when I'm watching, want it to be the girls that win. It's harder to be with girls out there, though. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very hard. In a, uh, history shows in Survivor, a big girls alliance usually turns on each other. They always do. Yeah. Just like in life. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I don't. I had. I don't have any girlfriends for that very reason because it always comes down to you know. Now that I'm married, it's a little different. But it was back in the day when I was dating. It was like, you know, oh, there's that really hot guy, and yeah, okay. And the next Survival thing you know, your your best girlfriend is like over there Sleeping hitting on them. the guy that you are have the hots for. It's yeah, women are brutal. Oh god. But you know, I think as you get older, it's easier to. Bond with women, so and plus, I'm I'm really rooting for Tina and Monica. I mm-hmm. love, I just I just love them. They're mm-hmm. strong older women, mm-hmm. and I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And so, even when Tina was swimming with Laura B, they were they were just as fast as the guys. They were doing great. They were they awesome. were in it to win it. It was shocking to see Tina and Laura B open the gate and then swim back without the the fishing trap. I was like, what? Uh, t- me? Huh? <laughs> Like, wait a minute. I thought... And especially knowing that they thoroughly explain the... I mean, you would clearly think that they would explain the challenges until everybody's like, yes, I get it. Yes, I get it. Yes, I get it. And they do. They do. It's part of the... The rules and regulations of games on television is that every single person has to be completely Mm -hmm. clear about what goes down. Yeah. Um, And then... 
you know, it, I thought it was funny though that um, Aris and Jervis started the male leg of the race, yeah. and Jervis was actually swimming. He did better this time. I yeah. Mm-hmm. First, I was like, "Why is he out in the water? What are they thinking?" But then I everyone like, had yeah, to swim. Everyone has to swim. But, yeah, it uh, was it was tough seeing them like not be in the challenge, and and I was just kind of like, "Well, this challenge is over. This challenge yeah. is boring. This challenge is done." But then it wasn't. Because of the, the puzzle. Again, the puzzle. Tyson and Aris had struggles doing the puzzle where they had to take vertical wooden pieces and drop them in a vertical puzzle so that you would see kind of a fish and yin-yang sign on on the, the, the puzzle. And Aris and Tyson were having troubles with it. The fish were weird. The fish were weird. That's like a good puzzle, though. Two fins on the fish, or mm-hmm. something that that caused the eye to yeah. see what you thought was the right thing when it was. And, and Tina and Monica stepped it up for the the ladies' tribe with Vetus, and we thought that they were going to take it. They were coming back. Aris and Tyson were struggling. Of a lifetime. Tina's comeback was going to be epic. <laughs> and then they, ju- I loved how they celebrated. And then Jeff's like, "You don't have it." Then they go back. They celebrate it again. You don't have it. And it was just those like pieces. The fins of the fish looked like they're on the opposite sides. And yeah. Tina's face literally, she was bewildered because she thought they had it. She thought they came back. And she probably for herself was like, I need to have this comeback because I screwed up big time. Yeah. Tonight. She knew she was going to be in the hot seat if she Which didn't she make it better. Yeah, yeah, that was a hard one to watch, but it was fun. Yeah. It was fun, like the back and forth. It there was hasn't fun. been one that close in a yeah. long time, especially the season that's been kind of like not as close. Yeah, which was it was fun watching that that kind of that play play out, and I was kind of hoping that they did come back and win because I think that it would have been more fun to see what go went down on the voting on the other tribe. I think that tribe's gonna be more interesting when it comes to voting. I think we'll get to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know why I have this strange <laughs> feeling just by judging, you know, next week's teaser. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the, we already talked the whole cat thing. Just oh man, it made me so sad. And so one of Vetus's main strategy to, to keep himself in the game, which I think he just played it brilliant. He he played it so smart and and just playing the most obvious strategy of being more emotional with women, being more vulnerable. He kept saying, I don't know much about women, but then he was playing everybody he like knows, a violin. He, plays, <laughs> he knows a lot about them. Yeah. And it was, you know, let's not, let me not come in here, come in here with a strategic game. I'm going to come in here with an emotional game. I'm going to open I'm my, be vulnerable. Open myself up, be vulnerable. Share talk. my story. In what it did, I think, in sharing a story and getting his side of the story versus Aris's side of the story, it comes from such a different context when you're getting the brother's story of the one who was the disappointment brother, I feel like. Because I'm sure they got Vetus through Aris. And it was my little brother. He went through all this trouble, blah, 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 blah. But when you're getting that side of the story from Vetus, I think it comes off as more endearing. Mm-hmm. He comes off more likable. He comes off as this guy struggled, and I want. Well, he's self deprecating. Self deprecating. He's he's not he's not threatening. He doesn't come across as threatening, and he's 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 been one of our picks and my picks from the beginning of the season to go far. And I think it's his personality. He's so likable, and he did. He was so smart in using the emotional card on the women. So are they stupid for falling for it? Are I, they stupid for falling for it? That's the big question of the night for me is, was it the smart decision to keep Vetus over getting over Cat? 
Well, I think Vetus, uh, to me in this specific episode really came off as a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes. Because, you know, in his little confessionals, there was a lot of, uh, a realization, self-realization mm-hmm. and self-awareness about how he was playing the yep. women. And he did. He played them. He him. played them like a fiddle. And I, I, I don't think it would have worked had Cat not screwed up. Mm-hmm. You know, he would have been gone. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Even though they True. did find him endearing, though they did, you know, I feel like they got close to him on some level. But I feel like they all kind of got swept up in the cat thing and yeah. forgot that Aris is connected to Vetus yes. and they are a force to be reckoned with together. I don't care what happened mm-hmm. during their childhood or what it is that, you know, has caused this this relationship flux between yeah. them. In the end, they're brothers yeah. and they are going to fight and kick and, and scream for each other. Yeah. And, and they're they are likeable, in great shape. And they're smart. They're I mean, they are a force to be yeah. reckoned with I, without a doubt. I go back and forth on whether I think it was smart because I think with Kat, she she made a huge mistake. But beyond Hayden, she's not going to be loyal to anybody else. I don't think beyond Hayden on the other tribe, I think she would have been loyal to the women over over other people. Whereas Vetus is more of a threat. He's more dangerous because he's connected to Caleb. He's connected to Sierra. He's connected to Aris. He is more connected. He's more likable. He's smarter. He's savvier. So on one end, that's good to have in your alliance if you truly trust him. And Kat's point was, we've known this guy for 24 24 hours. hours. We, You know, he's coming here and wooed you over 24 hours. I, you know, but where she made the mistake was she should have owned up and said, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have been saying those things about you, Monica. Instead of turning around and saying to Monica, I never said those things at Tribal Council. Yeah, no. Own up hours before that. That was a double whammy of her lying twice. She's lying so much, and that's what got her. It wasn't what she did with Tina. And it's it's frustrating because it's like, Kat, you could have made it to the merge and, and made Hayden a proud boyfriend because his girlfriend actually made it to the merge. <laughs> he would still want to date you. He would you. still want to date you. He won Big Brother. You didn't even make it to the merge. Aww. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I think... I don't know. I, I feel like the women are kind of forgetting what's really right in front of them. Because, like... The only other thing they could be thinking is maybe they had conversa- conversations with Vetus of, hey... We, because Tina wasn't Tina and Monica are in an alliance with Aris. I don't think they're privy to Jervis and Tyson wanting to get Aris out of the game. So they probably still think we like Aris. Hey, if we have Aris, why don't we keep Vetus? And also for Tina, probably she's also thinking I should probably keep Vetus as well because then myself and Katie aren't the biggest duo left in the game. Because if I keep Vetus in, then that actually gives me a buffer with Katie. I get more time with Katie as a partner in this game because no one's going to worry about me and Katie. They're going to worry about Vetus and Aris. Maybe Tina's thinking that too. She did say, you know, she was basing her vote strictly on what's going to get her further in the mm-hmm. game. And I, I kept thinking, like, okay, what could be her thinking in that? And I bet you anything that is part of it. Because I do. I forget already for some reason that, you know, her and RS were super tight. Yeah. And they had an alliance. Mm-hmm. So she... It I may- think Tina and RS are probably super tight out there. Yeah. I. Th- I so keeping Vetus for Tina, Tina is a good, a good thing. Tina's yeah. going to go so far. Plus... <laughs> Plus, she could win it. With, Sandra, you might have a, <laughs> another two-time winner with you. I wonder. we got to get Sandra back on this, this We show. do need to get Sandra back. Sandra, we Sandra, want you. Sandra, you're coming on soon. 
Um, but knowing what we know about what's going on the other side, mm-hmm. if Aris makes it through all this Tyson Jervis, you know, attack yeah. and the, to the merge, yeah. he is even more likely to completely drop those people completely and, yeah. and stick with Vetus and the girls. Yeah. Yeah. And I could I could see him doing that because mm-hmm. Aris and Vetus seem to be the kind of guys that aren't strictly into oh oh guys no or, 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 no like, and they would one hundred percent want to be with the girls then because yeah. they can schmooze and kind of be the 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 suave guys and the girls love them and they're the protectors and one hundred percent and and now looking at the loved ones left in the game you have basically only two sets of loved ones you could have a loved ones alliance tina and katie and aris and vita so the only two loved one pairs still left in the game we'll have more coming back probably with redemption come the merge and are they going to bring one person or two people i bet they bring two back you think they're going to bring two where back from redemption two yeah i know i definitely think they're going to bring back two absolutely yeah i don't know why they wouldn't yeah Yeah. so that whole thing at tribal council was pretty hard to watch just because Cat was so desperate. And Vetus just played it again so He's well. He's so good. He's good. That's why I was like, you guys need to watch out for that guy. He took what she, her mistakes and just kept pounding in her mistakes to everybody. If she betrays she made you a once. Mistake. I didn't. Yeah, she betrays you once. <laughs> what's going to make her? I loved him. He was like, what's going to make her? stay with you later. And then she was like, well, when we get to the merge, we'll stay strong. And he was like, no, when we get to the merge, we'll stay strong. And he was just kind of, he was totally just, he was mopping the floor with Kat. Yeah, it was hard to watch because I really, I felt bad And she wants it so bad. You can tell that. Yeah, and I, I, the desperation was, it was desperation. That's always hard to watch on that show because, Mm -hmm. you know, people get to the point where they're just like, they know they're done and they give up and it's so sad. It's so sad. I mean, but I'd rather watch someone, you know, fade out slowly than yeah. someone go crazy. And I do not see Hayden switching with her next week. No. On Redemption. <laughs> I don't think that would be a good idea. I see Kat spending Halloween in Los Angeles with poverty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think Kat's gone next week. Where does I think she live? She she's, lives- I don't know where Kat lives. Kat, I I'm, I feel like you're coming, coming uh, to the Poverty Show and to L.A. next week when yeah. you go up against Laura and John. It's going to be a tough, tough road for Kat. And if that's the case, Kat, you should come and do our show. <laughs> I know that. Which uh, and it's it's going to be interesting. Do you think Hayden will like fake offer or do you think Kat will be like, you stay, you have a better chance. I don't even want to hear it. I don't know, but Hayden's playing a really good game. Mm-hmm. I, I really like Hayden in this game. He's playing, even though you didn't watch his same game as Big Brother. He's doing exactly <laughs> the same thing. Is he? Yeah. he's He's got the guy alliance, and he's be, taking the the back seat kind of in the alliance and not being the leader of the alliance, and but being a loyal member. He's he's playing a good game in what he did in Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he's likable. He's another likable guy. He's very likable. Yeah. And that will get you a long way mm-hmm. in Survivor because you have to live with these people. Yeah. So we'll see. I I, yeah, I don't see Hayden switching, and and I think I see him excited that Cat goes, but he can't admit that. Oh, no, 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 so? no, 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 no. Excited that like when she that he can play the game as himself. It's like what everybody not excited. No, I think he's playing the game, but as himself. No, already. he is so far. But if they were to get together in a merge situation, he would feel I think as the boyfriend the you know the responsibility to take care of Cat. They're not married. They're dating. Them. They're dating. Totally different scenario. They're in love. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I yeah, I don't know. I'm, I've hung Who out knows? with him a couple times, but you know, it was still new, so it's always hard to tell. Yeah. But I wonder. I wonder. We'll 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 find out on well, some we'll see level. Next week, Halloween play. or Halloween week next week. <sighs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm looking forward to the episode next week already. Just the, the teaser, the whole thing was about, you Aris. know. Aris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we got a little Tina wants grandbabies <gasps> between Vetus and Katie. Yeah. What was that? Tina. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't want, I know. Nobody should be hooking up on Survivor. She, uh, she spent how many, 14 days with Aris and she's already <sighs> signing the marriage to With Vetus. Vetus. She doesn't even Vetus know this likeable. guy. Come on. Guy. She must be a little bit delirious from not eating. <laughs> Trying to get her sister, her daughter to like go off with someone that quick. <laughs> Which I, I think now that Tina and Katie will probably, they're going to be together the rest. There's not going to be another swap. The next thing will be a merge. It's going to be interesting to see if Katie can step up out of the shadows of Tina. Because right now, Katie's going to be looking like a pawn to Tina the rest of the game. Yeah. And it's kind of, be, uh, you know, Katie. Which I means w- she won't win a million dollars if she goes yeah. to the end with her mom. I, I would love to see. I hope Katie can step it up and uh, let's see some strategy out of Katie and not just be Tina's daughter. Yeah. So we'll see. Let's hope so. Yeah. Are we doing on time? I think we're good. Are we? Yeah. Well, let's uh, wrap it up then. <laughs> I mean, another great episode. Predictions for next week, Jerry? Well, who do you think? I, you know, I thought I had an idea, and now I'm just like, I don't. I don't know. <gasps> what trivia? No, it's predictions. Oh, predictions for our ho- <laughs> for Halloween episode. Wow, that is some creepy music. <laughs> um, I think, uh, gosh, I, I think Cats leaving Redemption Island. Okay, that's my definite that. prediction. And I think. Uh, if the boys go, I think that we'll see a Tyson be voted off, maybe. And if the girls go, Laura B. Yeah, you're thinking Laura B. Yeah. You think they're going to hold on? Oh, to which by the way, is. Rupert and you are friends on Twitter now, right? <laughs> yeah, Rupert followed me on Twitter, and um, I think it was the latest little thing of me watching Heroes versus Villains again Aww. and having some time to really think about stuff that went down and I, I'm seriously like out there everything is, feels so personal yeah like you take things to heart and it hurts when people say things mm-hmm. and and do things and it's it feels very uh, it feels like your whole world gets crushed and sometimes it takes years and years to recover from that mm-hmm. and it was just a simple thing I looked at my phone tonight and it said Rupert Bonham follows you and I was mm-hmm. like you know I think it's time I think I'm good so what I was think the I'm hashtag good. So I said, uh, Rupert, I see you followed me. I'm going to follow you back. Hashtag time heals all wounds. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe he was just trying to see what I was saying about him earlier, which I was kind of hard on him. But I don't know. Like I said. Survivor. Yeah. it's, It's such a weird game in such extreme circumstances that. It, t- it does. It takes years to heal. And I I think I, f- I just feel like I'm kind of at the point in my life where it feels good to good. let go of some of that dead. Good, good, good. So keep that in mind out there. If you guys have someone that you have a lot of angst against, figure out a way to make it okay and forgive them because it, it makes you heavy. The not- le- Jerry's Corner over here the lesson <laughs> of the night. <laughs> it's my therapy session. I love it. You should be a therapist. Well, yeah, you can find uh, me at Justin F. Walter on Twitter. And uh, Jerry, how about you? At Jerry Manthe on Twitter or jerrymanthe.com for everything Jerry. Ooh. Thanks for joining us. Go on YouTube. Give us your comments. Give us some love. Um, give us some, some of you. <laughs> Constructive criticism. Exactly. We appreciate that kind of best. <laughs> 
And we will see you next week here at After Halloween, baby. What should we dress up as? Let us know. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. Oh. <laughs> Later, that is Jerry. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.